0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is the day after Christmas. You guys may hear a couple of things in the background. I'm always acting like I'm going live or something, but I'm just preparing myself for this message this morning listen this message is for somebody today i normally try to prepare myself a bit um before i put out an episode but today i said no you got to get get to it get to it i hope you guys had a beautiful christmas merry After Christmas, (laughs) but I I, I really hope that you guys enjoyed your Christmas and had a beautiful time with your family and and just got to soak up what Christmas is really about. It really isn't about the gifts and Santa Claus and all of those things, but it really is about love, you know, Um, about just being thankful and really it's about Jesus. Really, it's about Jesus. I want to hop into this word or this message today. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this episode because it may sound a little bit deep, but once you hear the message, you'll be like, okay. (laughs) I wanted to title this episode, The Beauty I Discovered When I Tried to Take My Life. And I'm I'm contemplating on having this as the title um, because I, I feel like people kind of miss the message when they look at a title and it's not pleasing to them or, you know, may come off a different way. They kind of miss the message. And so titling episodes is a little difficult. Anybody who (laughs) creates and have a podcast themselves understand that it's very hard because in those episodes, there is a message, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to get, um, you know, through to your audience, it's a little bit difficult, but I wanted to talk about some lessons and some beautiful lessons that I think that a lot of us miss in these times where it's the most troubling. So I'm going to hop right into this episode. I shall be right back. This is definitely a transparency moment, but I'm always transparent here on this podcast. I have to sometimes limit myself because there needs to always be privacy in all of our lives. You know, you don't want to over you know, give or over say things because it's just it's it's important that certain things is just not for everybody. <laughs> but like I mentioned, this message is definitely for someone and I hope that it blesses you and you take what it is that you need from it and you apply it to your life. I wanted to to talk about the beauty that I discovered when I tried to take my life—I kind of went over this a couple times in a few of my episodes, so you guys do know the story um, a little bit of me having a period in my life where I did try to take my life and going um, the events that occurred that 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 got me to that point was, uh, of course, a lot of trauma, a lot of things that I just didn't understand, you know, a lot of pain that I endured, um, and just not wanting to be in that pain. You know, I think, too, that some people who do not understand why certain people or some people opt to take their life Um, is that it's very hard for some to wrap their brain around, you know, why would you want to take your life? Oh, that's selfish, you know, so on and so forth. And I think they don't really understand the pain, the amount of pain that that person is in when they come to that conclusion. And because I have been one who has been in that place and, and thank God I overcame and thank God that his hand was on me and thank God he saved my life you know, thank God he was there with me and did not allow what I thought was best for my myself at that time. Because honestly, I really, I, I just was like, this is the best thing for me to do. I'm tired of being in pain. I'm tired of feeling these feelings. I'm tired, you know, and I'm just thankful that I got to a house, a hospital, quick enough, and they pumped my stomach, and and I'm still here, and that that was probably over. Let me think, like 13 years ago, and so I'm thankful that God did not allow me to end my life before He can bless my life, you know, and and I'm thankful that He revealed to me that don't allow the devil to think that your life is, you know, tell you that your life is over and you're unworthy and there's nothing else that's going to come to you and, you know, that you're going to always live in this pain forever. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful because what he was telling me is don't let the devil kill you when I'm trying to bless you. Don't allow... Yourself to be so consumed with what you have been through that you feel it's time to take your life, and even though I know that there's a lot of people who have taken their lives, you know, and who did not um make it through, you know, and it's very heartbreaking to know that man, you know, they that was their that was how they felt was the you know the best. For them at that time in their lives, I want to get to um, a story that I always kind of tell you guys about, and that's the story of Israel, the people of Israel. Um, I'm still reading in this chapter, which is um, this book, I'm sorry, the book of Numbers, and I was getting a little bit heated <laughs> reading this particular book because as you guys know, in this book, if you read the Bible, in this book, God is taking the people through the wilderness. And as he's taking these people through the wilderness, they feel like they want to die. You know, they feel like God, did you bring us here to kill us? Did you? I mean, why would you deliver us from Egypt, the land where we basically was in bondage, the land where we basically was like slaves? You know, um, the land where we were not able to be fruitful and have a good life, but you know, was was in pain. You know, and it's like, why, God, did you bring us from a place of? pain just to put us right back in pain that's how they felt and I know many of us in our lives the reason why it's so hard for us to live and have hope and have faith is because we we don't understand it's like we get from one problem to the next right and it it's all depending on your capacity and your perception and when I say capacity meaning what you what god is able to give you what you're able to get and take care of and understand of it um and then your perception how you perceive things when you are in a storm do you look at it as my life is over this is it for me nothing's going to change or do you look at it as okay god is setting me up for where where he wants me to go god is setting me up for what it is that i want to see come to pass in my life god is setting me up for my blessing and and that's where the capacity come in. Are you able to move through the pain to get to your blessing? The people of Israel really did not understand why they had to go from one place to the next, right? That was painful. And when I was reading this, I was getting discouraged, and I also was questioning God, like, yeah, what is going on? you know, you brought them out of this land and now they're in another place, and they they're like, you know looking for for food, they're looking for water, you know, um, it just seems like things are just not going well you know and that is confusing for people and I noticed that all along that these things were happening and the people were murmuring and at that time I I mentioned to you guys Moses was like their leader he was moving them through and they were looking at him sideways and they were questioning him and they were talking behind his back and murmuring and it was upsetting God and it was so upsetting to him that there were certain people he was taking out Like you don't trust me you're talking about the person that I have put before you guys to lead you like he back in in the Old Testament he did not play before he brought his only begotten son to to earth before then he did not play with people like he did not and that bothered me a little bit you know I'm like okay God wait 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 (laughs) okay you're trying to help these people what's going on and I got a revelation as I was reading through it is that God wasn't trying to bring them from a bondage place to the next. What he was trying to do was reprogram their mind, show them that I am with you while you're going through this, right? You're not going through this for no reason. You're not going through this place that is a little dry for no reason. You just came from a dry place. You just came from a place that broke you down. And if I put you right into the blessing, you're not going to know how to handle it one. And if there is something that comes against the blessing, if because like I always mention, let's face it, since the beginning, since Eve ate the apple and things became cursed that means that you're going to come up against some things even if God blesses you and if he cannot prepare you for that it's like a waste because you're going to be in that same mind frame right and so I'm understanding that he's taking them through the wilderness wilderness to shape them to grow them to Um, Like I said, reprogram their mindset to show them to have a fight, like fight through this. I keep explaining to y'all that I'm with you guys. and You guys keep complaining. If you saw me do that miracle, then why do you not think that I'm not going to do that again? But see, they kept expecting God to show up in the blessing and not as in the trouble. They kept thinking, okay, are you cursing us? Are we on punishment? You know, what's going on? That moment, they needed to trust that everything was going to fall into place. Everything that he allowed them to go through, the blessing was wrapping up. You know what I'm saying? Everything was getting prepared for them. They were moving through. They weren't there, he was not going to keep them there. He was moving them through the storm. He was moving them through the wilderness so they can now learn how to protect themselves, how to be a people of strength, to have a different mindset when they are in the wilderness. Because I don't care how much you are blessed, you're there's going to be things that's going to come up in your life. And I think It's hard to understand. I know when I got to the point of wanting to take my life, I thought like I I just really thought that there was nothing else for me to do. Not knowing that I was supposed to fight through, I was supposed to rest in God. And I know many of us think that fighting is... showing up to every argument or uh, you know being combative or trying to be just extra strong strength in fighting is sometimes moving through the storm not fighting every battle not going to war with people not going to war with yourself but simply resting in God reading his word because the word is the meat for you you read his word it teaches you what to do in troubling times We don't need to know what to do when we get blessed. We need to know what do we do in these dark, hard times. What do I do? What type of mindset do I need? What do I need to learn from this? What type of strength do I need in this time? You know, do I need to fight at this time? Or do I need to rest? You know, do my fight need to look differently in this type of situation that I'm going through? Or does it need to um, be me just, just, just being content? And it's so important that you get into the Word and you really gain that relationship with God because He really opens your eyes to a lot. And I have to say, at that time, I was not really in my Bible. You know, I I was looking to the world for things to help me through what it was that I was going through. And I, I saw no help. You know what I'm saying? I saw nothing that made me want to live. And I had to learn years later that I was looking in the wrong place. (laughs) I was looking to myself to fix myself. I was looking to other people. I was looking to the world and I wasn't happy. Nothing was satisfying my spirit nor my flesh. And I had to learn that all along. I was supposed to be looking up to God. I was supposed to be resting in Him. I was supposed to be in my word. I was supposed to be going day by day knowing that I am one step closer to the promised land. And that is the exact thing God was doing with the people of Israel. He was taking them to the promised land. The land of milk and honey. He was not letting them stay in the wilderness he was moving them through the wilderness and he was with them every step of the way and they were like oh my god there was was so many things that they were doing that was just like you have no faith in God I mean they were asking Moses isn't this the same God You know that We got um, bread And and all this like food and water And he was doing all these things for us And we get so used I mean To just Let me get let me get let me get Why he not doing this show up show up show up And we sometimes Don't realize like While you get good things You also gotta be trained And programmed And when you have been through storms most of your life you gotta be reprogrammed like those things have to be wiped out of your life it has, You got. there has to be washing of that away because if you get to the promised land you may think that you're being cursed in the promised land too you know because you still have not went through anything that taught you to be present in a good in a promised land that you may still be thinking about the past you may still be letting the past haunt you and taunt you and God was really washing them clean of what they have gone through and they thought that they were in a battle they thought that they were going to die they thought that they had been punished they thought that Moses wasn't telling them the truth that God was trying to take them to the promised land. They were just thinking all of these things. And sometimes we got to just stop thinking about the negative, about what's not going right. Sometimes you got to just believe and just allow your mind to rest on that. I'm just choosing to believe. I am choosing to do what I'm supposed to do. In this time, in this moment, in this place, in this season of my life. Because this is not forever. This is not forever. I was listening to, y'all, yeah, you guys know T.D. Jakes this morning. And I just was looking at him. And you know, there's so many stories about him. And, and when people don't understand, they, they make up this stuff and this false stuff. And... It's just so sad, too, that we miss out on blessings, too, when we hear stuff about people or we hear stuff about a destination and we don't get to experience it ourselves, so we miss out on a blessing. Say, for instance, you want to do something in your life and somebody has already done it and failed and they feel like that will be the outcome for you, so you miss out on that blessing or God sends somebody in your life and you heard something about them and you missed out on a blessing because really there were going to be a blessing in your life. And it's, it's, it's just the many things that we allow ourselves to get involved in, to listen to, that make us miss the mark is sad. Being judgmental, you know, um, how do you say it when they say judging people by the book, the covering of the, their book. And it's, it's sad. You know, you never get to the places that you want to be when you are wrapped up in mess consistently. I was looking at his um, sermon this morning, and I've been listening to him and listening to him. And and, he has changed so many things in my life that he don't even know. And I was looking at his daughter, Sarah Jakes, because, you know, she was at the this, this service. And I was looking at this this morning and I'm like, to, that is it's, it's such a blessing, man, to be under that covering, that wisdom, to be under that and that is modeled in front of you. And so it gives you a different perception of life. That's why I speak about environments and people you have around you so much so. It's so important. It is a beautiful thing to be under someone who gets it, that has that depth. And this is why I'm such a deep person because there's treasure in depth. There is no treasure in surface level things. There is so much treasure in depth. Not to keep you in this oh so 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 deep place, it gives you an understanding of the lower ground and the higher ground. You just see things totally different, and so it allows you to move different. It allows you to come up against things different. It's so crazy to me because there's so some things that I've had like certain people around me would be like, this is an obstacle for me. And I would look at that obstacle so differently than what they would. You know, I, I remember a friend was going through some things and um, it looked like, you know, it like, th- things was just happening in this particular person's life that didn't make sense. And I was telling this person, God is positioning you. <laughs> He ain't doing nothing but setting you up for what it is that he has, the the calling and and, and, and the promised land, you know. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in the trouble, not knowing that there is a blessing wrapped in that trouble. It looks like trouble to you, but there's a blessing waiting for you. looking at things in a total different way, not complaining about it, but learning to heal through things. That's how I was looking at the people of Israel. Like, they complained so much that it just was, like, making God mad because he saw what he had for them. They just didn't see it you know? And it's sad. It's like a parent, you know, when your child rebels and you tell them, don't look at this. Don't hang out with these people. Don't do this. Don't do that. In their eyes, they think you're trying to ruin me my life. You you, you want me to be unhappy. And when really you're trying to cover them, you're trying to protect them. You trying to get them to the promised land. Look, I want you to be happy. I don't want you to live the life that I lived. You know, I want you to learn from my mistakes. That's a thing too, that like we don't learn from other people's mistakes. P- Certain people go through things to teach others not to do it. That's why I wanted to be transparent about, you know, my story of wanting to take my life because this is for somebody. I'm not going to just hold this to my bosom and keep it a secret because I'm not doing no justice in the world. How do I want to be a person that heals herself and help others heal when I don't even be transparent about certain things that can really help people? Especially in this season and time when people really feel like they want to take their lives. I am here to tell you, To not let your circumstances make you believe that you need to take your life. Because I have done it, and I will never do it again. And I'm just thankful, like I mentioned, I'm thankful that God saved me, man. I'm so happy he saved me. There's just a, a healing that you get from God that you cannot get from this world. Man, I done turned to tarot, I done turned to different things in my life, trying to find and discover myself and trying and I have to say that nobody outshines <laughs> <laughs> God. I've heard stories about the Bible being fake. I've heard stories God ain't real. This, that, the third, and you try to go off and venture off and 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 get into home oh, um, spirituality and let me go put my feet in the ground and Mother Earth and let me look at my my zodiac sign. None of that stuff helped me. It made me confused. It made me have anxiety. It it did not ground me, I could say. It is not until I turn to God that he is revealing everything that I've been searching for. And he's given me so much comfort. It's so comforting to know that he's real. And the way I know he's real. Because I see him working in my life every day. Even through things that I don't like. He has given me so much peace. He has given me so much understanding. He has given me so much grace and so much so that I am able to give that to other people, that I am able to look at people differently. I am getting to the place where I'm not so harsh on myself because the love of God, because that's what that is. When you get to the point of wanting to take your life, you are being harsh, On yourself. Because you feel like. I don't want to. Do this no more. You know what I'm saying. I must not be worthy enough. Because why nothing is happening. Nothing starts happening. Until you come to Christ. And let me tell you something. When you come to Christ. There's going to be a lot of comfort. But there's going to be a lot of discomfort. Because he has to wash away. Everything that made you even want to take your life. Everything that has happened to you, he has to wash you. So do not get weary in trouble times. Do not get weary when people leave your life. Do not get weary when your parents seem like they are not happy for you, proud of you. Do not get weary when you get some bad news. Don't get weary because you are being set up the promised land. Trust me. God is going to take you somewhere and you're going to look back over your life and you're going to be, I'm telling you, you're going to be thankful that you did not give up. People look at people who are successful and who are doing great things in their life as if they just came up overnight or they never went through nothing or they scamming people man people who God has his handle of course people gonna talk about you when they don't understand why you blessed how you you know got all these things how your marriage is working how you know and not seeing all that you had to go through to even get to that place mm. this message is for somebody don't let the devil kill you while God is trying to bless you. Do not be too consumed with your past because it depletes you of the energy that you're going to need on the journey to where God is trying to take you. If the people of Israel really grasped that, they would have they saved there's themselves a lot of anxiety and, and, and mental anguish. Sometimes we feel like we need to be fed and blessed And sometimes you need to be depleted of food and water And all of those things for a little bit Because we don't realize that sometimes when you're depleted of those things You get your energy If you notice, if you fast for a couple days Those first couple days, you may feel weak And then all of a sudden you got some energy you ain't never felt in your life let God move you through the wilderness, through the dry place. Because if you can make it through the dry place, baby, when you get to that milk and honey, you're going to cherish that thing. Your mindset going to be different. You're going to see where God has brought you through. You're just going to be different. And people going to see it on you. And let me tell you something. When you get to that place, people going to hate on you. They're going to talk about what you used to do. They're going to get other people to try to not like you. they going to have stories about you. They may say you're using people and you you doing stuff. Then, uh, man, I'm just trying to tell you. People don't hate on people who ain't got nothing. People don't try to destroy people who ain't got nothing. <laughs> Some of y'all thinking, why do people not like me? Why does this this stuff happen? Because you got something and you just don't see it. You got something. I'm probably going to name this episode that. You got something and you just don't see it. Keep on pushing, baby. Keep on pushing, baby. All those words you heard that went in one ear and out the other because you didn't understand it you're going to start getting a revelation it's going to start making sense to you if you get serious if you learn not to complain in them troubled times this is why it's so important to release things right away so it does not interfere with where God is taking you. It weighs you down to where you, you never get to see what God truly has for you if you stay here. Because your energy is wasted on the past, baby. Blessings are wrapped in the storm. Blessings are hidden in the pain. Trust God in the storm. God knows what it takes to bring out of you what he has placed in you. Sometimes you think you're going through a storm to destroy you when really all it is doing is pulling up out of you what God has in you. He knows what he has to take you through in order for that to show up in your life. Some of us, baby, if we don't go through nothing, we just going to be in the same mess throughout our whole life. And sometimes God got to shake your life up to get you to where he trying to take you. I was reading also in this book of Numbers, this is how much God, man, when he has his hand on you, sometimes you do go through some things and it's because he ain't playing about you. God, in this particular book, I believe he told Moses to tell, I forgot their name, I really need to read this about it in scripture. But there, I believe there was two spies That he sent to the promised land, the the land of milk and honey. He wanted to see who lived there. What it would, you know, take for them to get there. And those two spies, they got scared because I, I think it was like the people who were there were mighty like mighty men i believe it was like giants and just people they felt like they couldn't take out because they were going to take over that land and and in order for you to take over that land you got to kill your giants in your life right and so when they came back they basically told the people like i'm like basically like we ain't finna take over that land he got plans And in God's eyes, that was the evil report because now you have discouraged my people even more than what they already are because they're moving through this wilderness and they think they're staying here when really I'm trying to take them to the promised land. Do you know God killed them spies? you you this is why it's so important to be careful what you speak over people's lives especially people who believe in God who tell people yeah you're going to hell you're doing this you're doing you can't do this be careful how you represent God be careful how you represent yourself God don't play about you Move In the way he wants you to move And the only way you can do that Is by gaining a personal Relationship with him If you want to stop suffering You got to go to God Even in your storm People don't realize Even when you're going through a storm You ain't got to suffer That's not his mission His mission is to change you in the storm You think telling God to change the storm To remove the storm He trying to change you What good Is it for him to remove the storm and you remain the same? You gonna get into another storm. He allowing you to move through this storm so you would have to you would stop going through storms. Some people that's all they're used to is storms. And then talking about how you allow me to go. Because you ain't growing. You ain't healing. You ain't changing. You expect things to change in your life and you're supposed to remain the same? It don't work like that. The trouble is your breakthrough. Sometimes we think God only moves in the good in our lives, but he moves in different ways depending on what he knows will move us. He shapes you for his glory. You will not die, but live if you walk with God. The people of Israel were looking for God in the way he delivered them out of Egypt, not knowing that in their hunger, he was working. I have come to realize we got a guy um, that don't play about us, and and I'm pretty sure we get on his nerves because he be really trying to bless us. God just be trying to take us on the journey from bondage, from the bondage place to the land of milk and honey. But sometimes we can be impatient people. Sometimes we ain't even got no capacity to invite in the milk and honey, but we say it all day long. Baby, you ain't even healed, grown, changed nothing. But this is what you want, huh? When you get it, you're going to destroy it. God gives you what you can handle Because you have been in bondage So long He has to teach you How to move through it Without your complaints So he can bless you with the life You deserve Heal through it man Stop complaining You are not punished He is with you the whole way Rest in him There's comfort in him. God is teaching you to fight through, to be a people of strength. You are not weak. You are not unworthy. You deserve to live and not die. If you are living and breathing, you are here for a reason. Get into your purpose. And you do that by getting into your word, getting to know who God is. Get on your knees and pray before God. Stop going to your friend gossiping. Stop going to your friend asking for help. Stop going to psychic people and tarot and all this. Stop. This is something I had to do with my own self. Stop. Stop going to people to make you whole they can't only god can he will start to position the right people in your life you're wondering why you're not married you're wondering why you're single you're wondering all of these things stop wondering and let god prepare a table for you prepare a husband prepare a wife prepare what all it is that you want in this life that is in the will of him relationship is very important to god to stop thinking, because I, I hear this too. Some people really think that they're meant to be single or they're meant to be alone or they're meant, God, no, you can't get nothing done alone. So it's okay that it's a desire for you to have a mate, and, but you cannot obsess over. you cannot cherish that. You gotta cherish God. Let him bring all of those things into your life sometimes the things that we want is coming from a broken bondage place. So all we are inviting into our lives are broken bondage people and wondering why our life is hell. Let God position everything in your life. Let God bring it into your life. I hope that this message has blessed someone on today. I love you guys so very much. I know I told you guys my next episode was going to be the introduction of my series releasing. I'm going to actually be dropping. This episode today, and then I'm going to be dropping that one today too. I was going to do it before this one, but I couldn't wait no longer. I said, I got to get this out. This is burning in my spirit. I got to get it out. It's for somebody. So, my next episode today will be the introduction of releasing. You got to release, baby. When you're going through the wilderness, that's all you're doing is releasing. Not swallowing up the the wilderness. You're supposed to be releasing in your bondage place. In your troubling places. You ain't supposed to be taking that with you. You're supposed to be releasing. So when you get to the land of milk and honey. You are free. Of the past. Bye babies.